0: Do I have a point tonight? Oh boy, oh boy, do I ever. There are bombshells, and then there are what we heard today. And today I can confirm there is a Santa Claus. And he arrived today for the opposition. We knew we were getting an updated statement with more details from Jody Wilson-Raybould's testimony about s c But what we are learning in a secret recording moves this scandal to a whole new level. Because we learn Jody Wilson-Raybould uh, backs up her entire account of what happened, where she has already testified that over four months, she was relentlessly, relentlessly pressured to get a deal for a company charged with, you know, the kind of corruption that we only hear about in places like, well, Libya. And boy, is it Explosive. What we learned today is that the testimony Jody Wilson-Raybould delivers is word for word, exactly as she explained in February. And the Justice Committee released emails, texts, and this secret recorded call between the former AG Justice Minister and Mike Warnick. Remember him. He is the top civil clerk who uh, talked about assassinations. He's the guy who said there was no pressure. Jody Wilson-Raybould experienced the kind of pressure everyone else did and who has since resigned. He's also one of 11 people in the prime minister's office who she says pressured her relentlessly because, as we had heard, there was an election to win. And this call is one of three that Mr. Warnick made to her. This is a 17-minute call from December 19th. This is two months after Jody Wilson-Raybould had already said, no, I am not getting a deal for S&C. And Warnick delivers a very, very clear and very blunt warning Justin Trudeau wants it done. He's quite determined, quite firm. He's in a mood. At this point, Warnock tells Wilson-Raybould that because she has said no, Mr. Trudeau is going to go outside for advice. He's going to maybe talk to former Supreme Chief Justice. And even though Wilson-Raybould makes it very clear, that is not at all appropriate. He's thinking about bringing in somebody like Bev McLaughlin to give him advice on this
1: um, or to give you advice. I'm 100% competent. I'm doing nothing inappropriate. Yeah. No, but would not be um, if you decided to use some of these tools under the law. Um, Because I think he feels the government has to have done everything it can before we lose 9,000 jobs in a signature Canadian firm. Right. So... um, I'm again. I'm I'm confident in where I've, I'm at, and my views on SNC and the the DPA haven't changed. This is um, a constitutional principle of prosecutorial independence. That Michael, I have to say, including this conversation, previous conversations that I've had with the Prime Minister and many other people around it, it's entirely inappropriate, and it is political interference. And I, the Prime Minister, obviously can talk to whomever he wants, but what I am trying to do is
0: to protect him. So wilson Ray Bold goes on to explain to Warnick that she's already explained to all, including cabinet members and the Prime Minister's office, how a deferred prosecution works, why SNC doesn't qualify, and why she, she's not going to change her mind no matter how many times she's asked to, and her surprise that these conversations are even happening.
1: We're treading on dangerous ground here, so I'm going to issue my stern warning um, because I can't act in a manner, and the prosecution can't act in a manner that is um, not objective, that isn't independent, I can't act in a partisan way, and it can't be politically motivated. All of this screams of that. So I'm actually uncomfortable having this conversation, but I'm happy to talk to you. I, I can... I'll call Beverly McLaughlin. and I can't even imagine her feeling in any way, shape, or form comfortable with interfering with the independent prosecutor. Okay, but, I mean, I, I think that's
0: where people are talking past each other. So he just keeps going. He just keeps going. We're up to, what, three times she's saying, no, I can't do this? And he testified. He did not recall this conversation during his testimony. Remember, he said, I don't wear a wiretap. Well, no, he didn't. But she did press record on a call. And I think what we are now learning is that no matter how many times she says no, he just keeps on pushing.
1: This is going to look like nothing but political interference by the prime minister, by you, by everybody else that's been involved in this, politically pressuring me to do this. Well, I'm, I'm gonna, I mean, I. I feel like I actually really feel uncomfortable having this conversation because um, it's wrong,
0: and I hear in the Prime minister obviously can call me.: Both Trudeau and Jerry Butts have said Joey Wilson Rabel never raised concerns about their interference or pressuring her over SNC, because don't forget she could have gone to them at any time and raised it. And yet the recording is pretty clear. She told them several times. This is not okay.
1: You can't do this. I'm surprised that you and I are having this conversation, but I'm just saying that I really feel uncomfortable and about the appropriateness of this conversation. Okay, I, I understand that. But I, I mean, I think his view is he's not asking you to do anything appropriate or to interfere. He's asking you to use all of the tools that you lawfully have at your disposal. I, I, I know I have a tool under, under the Prosecution Act that I can use. I do not believe it is appropriate to use it in this case. Does he understand the gravity of what this potentially could mean? This is not just about saving jobs. This is about interfering with one of our fundamental institutions. This is like breaching a constitutional principle of prosecutorial independence.
0: So we can. Well, then nobody's explaining that to him, Michael. Trudeau has claimed that her exit uh, from cabinet was a result of an erosion of trust. Also said, hey, if Scott Bryson hadn't quit, this would not have happened. And yet this 17-minute call proves, uh, you know, it goes beyond that. It shows come hell or high water, Justin Trudeau was going to get SNC a deal, regardless of who did it or the rule of law. I respect where you're coming from. I just think... I, you know what? I, like I, I hope that you do, because I don't think
1: anybody respects this. I mean, the the conversation that Jerry and Katie had with my chief of staff, and I have it, like, she wrote down what they said, like... Saying that they don't want to have anything or hear any more about the legalities, but want to talk about jobs, entirely inappropriate.
0: So, how many times now have we heard it's inappropriate? What are we? Five, six times now? They can't get the deal. And Warnick says, "No, it, it's not. It's not acceptable." In a pretty firm, firm frame of mind about
1: this, though, so I'm a bit worried. Um, <laughs>
0: A bit worried about what?
1: Well, uh, it's not a good idea for the Prime Minister and his Attorney General to be a barter. uh, Well, well, I I feel that I'm giving him my best advice. And um, if he doesn't accept that advice, then it's his prerogative to do what he wants. But I am trying to protect the Prime Minister from um, political interference or perceived or otherwise. I understand that, but I, I mean, he doesn't have the power to do what he wants. Uh, all the tools are in your hands. So, <laughs> okay. So then, I, I mean, I, I'm having like thoughts of like the Saturday Night Massacre here, Michael. Like to be honest with you, and and I don't. This is not a great place for me to be in. I don't relish being in this place, but what I am yeah. confident of is that I've given the Prime Minister my best advice to protect him and to protect the constitutional principle of prosecutorial independence. Okay. Um, all right, but I mean, I'm worried about a collision then because he's, he's pretty firm about this. I mean, I, I just saw him a few hours ago and, and this,
0: is, this is really important to him. And Okay. Yeah. Okay. And what does he do? If you don't listen to him, he'll fire you. And Wilson Raybould testified she took those comments as a veiled threat, and clearly it was because she was fired for not breaking the law, and she knew she knew it was coming.
1: we we'll see. He's still around tomorrow, um, so there's a number good things on the go right now. So I'm waiting for the All big, right. the other shoe to drop. So I'm not uh, under any illusion how. Um, the Prime Minister um, has and gets things that he wants, and um, I'm just uh, I'm just stuck doing the best job that I can.
0: There you go. And Parliament gets back to Business Monday, and word tonight Liberal MPs are now talking about kicking both Jane Philpott and Jody Wilson-Raybould out of caucus because they are causing issues, and I think after today it is very clear there is one person who needs to be kicked out a caucus. And that would be the guy who has been breaking, uh, you know, the rules and making up lies for the last eight weeks, sending this country into chaos. And so where does this go now? Well, the Justice Committee says there's nothing to see here. Well, there is plenty to see. Bomb Point on Global News Radio.